You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Harrison Agents. To buy, sell or rent in Tasmania, search Harrison Agents today. Amy, proudly the doers of insurance. On SEN Tassie, Jack and Flash, with Jack Revolt and David Lithgow. Well, good morning and welcome to another massive week of Jack and Flash, thanks to Harrison Agents, Tasmania's real estate experts, and Amy, the doers of insurance. We are live across 1629 SEN Tassie, 1611SEN Track, Northern Tassie, and the SEN app. You can get in touch with us thanks to Hobart Care, movement that inspires 1342 1533 to give us a call or 0437 555. And of course, that text line. And it is a massive show today, a massive show, certainly for the Swans and Cat supporters out of there. And we are very lucky, very lucky, ladies and gentlemen, to be joined by the head of the Sydney Swans cheer squad. That, of course, mm. is my sparring partner, David Flash Lithgow. Flash, Good morning. how are you feeling? Terrific, thanks. Going well. It's a, uh, what a great time of the year is now. I know for you it's Nervous? A bit... um, I'm very much looking forward to it. For the first time in, well, first time since Swans have played in the grand finals in the 96, I won't be going. Um, certainly wasn't through lack of opportunity, but... Um, I gave you two free tickets. Yeah, no. <laughs> Actually, no, I know. No, I won't be there. Uh but very, very excited um, in what should be a superb game. You know, it's really interesting. I think everybody that really, if you look at this game properly and you assess it properly, no one's got any idea who's going to win. The form lines stack up in terms of they've both won a 1,000 games in a row. They haven't met since round two. Swans won comfortably on that occasion, but it really is exciting. Not so much for you. I don't reckon you'll watch the game because you've been sulking all the way up in the car. Because I guess, and I do get it, you played so many finals and you're jealous and you think you should be back there. Is that right? Yeah, no. Well, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that we're up in the car because we actually are together for the first oh, time mate. in a long time doing the radio program. Usually you're sitting down at headquarters there at Harrison Agents yes. up in the loft and I'm at SEN land in glorious, Melbourne. Yeah. But we are, well, where, where else would you want to go flash on AFL Grand Final Friday? Of course, the public holiday around yep. the country. Today, or in Melbourne, Maybe sorry, it is. Maybe a couple of pots afterwards. We are sitting in the manager's office at Barn Boogle Dunes, and I'm looking down the first at the Lost Farm, and it oh. is a cracking day up here at Bridport at Barn Boogle. Um, got to head down into Launceston later on, because we've got to do... Well, we got in last night, and yep. we were going to play, we were going to play the, the Path 3 course, and yep, there was Boogle a sea run. fog, you caught it, and they've never had a sea fog in here in years, apparently. Got to the turn off of Nabula, <laughs> and, and I was I had the sticks out, the kid on... Yep. Flew down, plane was a little bit delayed, but we were going to go out and just have have maybe a couple of pots as we walked around and had a bit of a hit for six or seven holes, getting ready for yes. what's going to be 
the battle of the ages. It's uh, the live tour, me versus you, the PGA tour, the absolute square. But it is certainly going to be a lot of fun after the show today. But today's show is going to be huge as well. Coming up in the show, we are being joined by... Premiership well, Ruckman. Premiership Ruckman. Yes. 2017 Premiership Ruckman. Not the Tassie boy, Toby Nankervis, but Sean Griggs is going to be yes. joining us. Of course, he's played a pivotal role as an assistant coach down at Geelong uh, in the last few years, certainly this year as well. Um, my mail, um, and Sean actually told me this, is that he's been the single reason they've been able to rechange their game and get them there you go. back to that uh, premiership, or back to the chances of, of winning a premiership. So he'll be joining us. Excellent. And, well, this man, he would have been an absolute favourite of yours, wouldn't oh, he? Oh, you're not wrong. That, of course, is Paul Williams, the Tasmanian football legend, Tasmanian Hall of Famer, and, of course, Sydney 2005 Premiership. You want to talk about tuck it under the arm and have a bounce and kick from 60 sort of set up? What, that's what I think when I think Paul Williams. Yeah. Run, carry, bounce, brilliant. 300 gamer, what a star. Yeah, so certainly it is a big show, of course. It is a big week in the Australian sporting calendar. And we are very, very lucky to be joined by some uh, grand final royalty flashman. Send us your text 0437 552535. Tell us where you're watching and what are you thinking, who's going to win, all of those things. What I will put to you before we get moving here, Jack, is I, all of our people at SEN put our tips in yesterday from head office in Melbourne. 25 of them and 24 have tipped the cats to win, just to let you, you know. And you bitter? One, no, I'm not bitter, but this is beautiful stuff for John Longmire, isn't it? Absolutely glorious. Well, yeah, no, it is. And, and but, I, I think, like, maybe the the the, play, the players don't buy into any of that. But but, it's, but do they I'll ask you? I mean, is this do you do people really try to grab the underdog thing? Is it something us against them? Oh, I, I mean, what did what would Dimmer have done? I bet you Dimmer did something. That, well, we, we we were the underdog probably 2017 certainly against Adelaide. That had a fantastic season that year. Slight underdogs. Uh, slight underdogs, but yeah. I, I I think. Um, no, you, you do. You try and you try and grab that, and, yes. and and this is and grand final week as a player. I mean, it's the the thing that you dream about playing in. So uh, we haven't been back at the MCG for two years, so amazing. certainly it's going to be an amazing experience for those players that uh, get a chance to to go out there. Uh, and we will do a little delve a lot deeper into the AFL grand final a little bit later in the show. But even the build-up... It's up, a big week, isn't it? And it's, it's changed again yeah. this year. It's back to normal. Back to normal. Well, back to normal, Flash. You yeah. say back to normal, but they're actually beginning, going to be going down the Yarra today yes. in boats as a part of the grand final parade. So a little bit different, sort of Moomba-like sort of setup, and uh, the little go-boats down there, down the Yarra, and then jump on the back of uh, jump on the back of some utes and, and drive around. So, But, yeah, I mean, the thing that... And this is probably what... Um, in terms of listening to the way Geelong have spoken this week about it, is the attitude they're taking in is one of, we just want to be enjoying the week. So Tom Hawkins spoke on AFL 360 on Tuesday night about how he was really embracing the fact that uh, they, get, they get to come back to Melbourne to play football. Obviously yeah. at the MCG after that two-year hiatus, and they were involved in obviously 2020, that season, uh, the season that was probably the most affected by COVID. Um and, and how he's embracing that and just enjoying it and, and really loving being a part of kids being back. It, yeah, young yeah, kids. Yeah. And, that, and I suppose in my, um, well, in my, what's, what's happened in my career is that was exactly the message that Dimmer said to us after the prelim in 2017. He said, enjoy the week because yes. you, you never know when it comes around 
again, or and you don't want to blink for for a moment and miss it. And Patrick Kane actually said it after we won the 2017 Premiership. When you go to do your, your lap around after you've won, he said, "Don't go too fast," because some guys can get all in the hustle bustle and then you you go around and you do a lap and then he goes because you never know when you're going to come back. So I, I mean, I, I've really liked the. And, and you can't buy into it too much, but I've no. liked the attitude coming out of the Geelong Football Club. And, and I mean, I haven't seen a lot of Sydney, um, and I think due to the fact that they've obviously been away, but it's um, no, it's certainly uh, certainly going to be a fantastic game. It is um, with so many different stories on mm. so many different levels, mm. and I, I might talk to you. We about got the Chopper Vision out this week. Chopper we, we Vision. We saw Chopper Vision. Yep. It doesn't really come out for no. many other games. Maybe for a superstar to come out. Yes. In 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 another final. But certainly, we saw some chopper vision up at Sydney. Yes. Uh, we saw a little bit of chopper vision. I think we'll probably see some chopper vision today f- from the MCG, maybe for Geelong. Um, of course, we're looking forward to chatting to Sean Grigg later in the show. Uh, young Holmes is, is, has been named. So, um, oh, yeah, it's it, for, for a player, this is so much fun. And, and, I mean, the hype around the injuries too. I mean, we've got two big ones, haven't we? So, yep. we've got Max Holmes and we've got Sam Reid. Both are, are named. Yep. Uh, I would imagine there's some work to be done with those things. I mean, that that that's an added little sort of extra, I guess, more stuff to work on in the coaching department, isn't it? Well, well, Ducks and drapes. Well, when we saw when we saw Holmes last week, yep. you would have said zero Done, chance, finished, not zero playing. chance. So it'd be good to pick Sean Griggs' brain about that and to see what what selection looks like or whether they've named him and and will test him. Yes. We'll um, we'll find out a little bit more about that, but even even Reed as well. He probably the nearly the most dominant player in the ga- uh, in the on the ground last week. He had seven touches, six scoring yeah, goals, which you were saying on the way up. Yep. Like his impact in the game and, and his versatility. Um, I think, and you probably would know a little bit more as a Swan supporter. Do you think that the fact that McDonald's been left out of the side now is no due question. to yep. the, the maybe some? Yep. Maybe some worry around Reed. We talked about it on the way out without seeing like Nostradamus. That was my thoughts that maybe McLean gets his opportunity. They roll the dice with Reed, and it's the it's the simple fact that McLean can give you some more ruck work. By the way, he's been in super touch in the VFL, and we well, keep four goals three in, in the yeah, final. Was that McLean and Marty and almost McDonald have been almost playing for that one spot all year. They're all very very talented, all very young. So. Um, you know, there's still many more chapters to do it. I'm interested with you, and you know, you're a three-time premiership player. I mean, has that changed you? Oh, I think certainly it's sort of... In what regard? It's an interesting one. So mm. that's, I think it, it shouldn't change you. No. But, but, it, but it does. And, and let's, I think Patrick... Fulfillment-wise... Uh, not not uh, a little bit, but yeah. it's conquered the mountain. Sort but of it, yeah, that achievement of conquering the mountain, like Razzle, uh, <laughs> there won't be none of that for me. But uh, uh, let's speak about probably the person that has the has the most on the line this week. Pressure in pressure valve. Patrick Dangerfield. No question. So yep. uh, Brownlow medalist, um, three hundred games. Unbelievable player, multiple six, seven All Australians, uh, All Australian captain, I think as yep. well at some point. Um, the fact that he hasn't won a premiership, and and if he goes, well, he's his number career, one in the pressure valve. Yeah, if yep. he goes through the, if he goes through his career and doesn't win a premiership, they they will look at Patrick Daniels. There's always that old oh, but. Yeah, great player. Old oh, but super player, but he never won one. That that if that if Geelong win and he becomes a premiership player. 
then that would be the icing on the cake for, for Patrick Dangerfield yep. and would solidify him, arguably, as top top 20 player of all time. All-time, all-time. Well, you've got to look at his resume, Flashman, to know that he's played a lot of games of footy. He's a Brownlow yep. medalist. Yep. Those multiple, multiple All-Australians. I mean, there isn't many people out there that are sort of six, seven. Or Lance Franklin's an eight-time All-Australian. But that just just that little bit of um, just that, that that icing on the cake would be the premiership, obviously for for Patrick Dangerfield. So then he's number one in the pressure valve. Who's number two? Franklin, I think. it is, isn't he? I agree. Yeah, yeah. Because yep. of the you know third prim- third uh, grand final at Sydney, third grand final at Sydney. So 2014 raging favourites got rolled, got yep. smashed yep. off the park. 2016 for Buddy did his ankle really bad. 15 minutes in the game had no influence really yep. on the game. Um, Swans were favourites there again, and now they get this other opportunity. And people didn't know whether he was going to be, you know, um, playing. He signed on for a new deal. Yeah. Um, that if they get if they get the flag and Buddy ticks that box, that is the biggest yeah. nine year deal, yeah. one of the great success yeah. stories of all time. Yeah, it does, and, and and it only adds as a player when you play in a premiership. And, and I look at Richmond like you, you play in a premiership for Richmond, and it, it adds. If you want to go into, um, or if you want to go into, maybe media or do some sort of thing involved in footy, or even just day to day stuff, it adds value. The credit at pa- the bottom. Yep. Patrick Dangerfield. Yep. He's not just the six time. Yeah, it just adds. Then premiership player. So that. So it'll always be Jordan Lewis, four time premiership player. Like that. Yes. That substance behind. Um, it is. Playing Clout. as a player, just and and oh, look at like Jacob Townsend. Like oh. Jacob Townsend played. Uh, he's played for, for three different for three different football clubs, yeah. but he'll always be a premiership player. Yeah, always. And people will always remember the tackle on Matty Crouch in oh. in the 2017 Grand Final. But that is the one thing you can never take away a premiership. So, um, I mean, it's just going to be a fascinating game, and and you just look for those little moments, don't you? You got have you got any favourites? In terms, just just big, big moments. moments, big moments. So like like, oh, well. like that Townsend one for me. Yep. One of my most favourite moments yep. of all time. Marlon Pickett's goal, yes. 2019. Yeah. You appreciate this. For me, in 2012, those Mitch Morton moments. Just yeah. ridiculous. Yep. And like he had four touches or something, kicked two goals, but a big physical contest, 45 out from goal. Tom Boyd, 2016. Yeah. Um, it's like, I just think that there's... That I'm looking for that moment. And maybe that's what danger can do. Maybe he's maybe. sure running down your cousin. <sighs> Massive. What Morning, you... Nick. How are you going? I know he's an avid listener. God. Drag him down. <laughs> no, I think Who he's... Who was calling Bruce no, or Dennis? No, Dennis. Knock Dennis. up on him yeah, like a librarian. Do. He did do. <laughs> Which was a wonderful call. Yeah, so... Uh, no, and, and I mean... This is, uh, I mean, we're, we're looking for, for stories, so it's um, certainly... Well, and where the story's going to come tomorrow, I mean, this is the interesting thing, is with, so Geelong, you know, you've got um, those experienced veterans. So you look at their midfield group, Selwood, Duncan, Dangerfield, Guthrie, late 20s, and then the Sydney, you've got Parker and Mills, but the kids, the 21-year-olds. So you've got the veterans against the kids. And can can the Swans kids, who's going to make it? Can Goulden be the story on the, on the front page Goulden. the next day? Goulden. You know, is What's, he the one? Yeah, there's all example. these little buy stories. And the ones that, this is yeah. the ones that come up in folklore after. Like, yes. The, the, there's, there'll be stuff going on at clubs this week. And I know we've spoken about injuries at, at, at both camps, but there'll yes. be little things that happen that just will, will, you may never not find out about. Yes. And that, that stuff. You like, got one for me? 
What is a little sneaky? Yeah, give it to Shane us. Shane Edwards played with a broken hand, I think. <laughs> did, did, he? 2000, did he? 2017, I think. He might have broken a thumb or a, sure. or a hand. and Just just a little ones. Like, I mean, like, this isn't grand final, but prelim. Dave Asprey was in hospital the night before the Collingwood prelim 2018. And there's just, like... Everything that gets timesed by a thousand oh. because it's a, a, an AFL grand final. So, um, no, I'm looking forward to it just because there's, there's always a little tidbit that someone... Oh, so, hang on. So, you're going to watch it now. Is that what you're telling me? You haven't spat No, no. Post it. Oh, post, okay. it. post it. Post it. Post it. Post <laughs> it. Oh, well. It's awesome. Harrison Agents. To buy, sell or rent in Tasmania, search Harrison Agents today. Amy, proudly the doers of insurance. On SEN Tassie, Jack and Flash, with Jack Revolt and David Lithgow. As the Premier said today, a stadium that allows for events throughout the year, supports more than 4,000 jobs in the construction and almost 1,000 jobs ongoing. As I say, we'll gather the views of the clubs once they've had the chance to talk to their boards, but we think directionally that this is a positive step for Tasmania and football in the state. It's incumbent upon the leaders in the industry to to do the work and make sure that the that the that the whole process is thoroughly reviewed and that we have the uh, our handle a handle on the numbers, the implications, and to make sure that if a team does go into Tasmania, nineteenth team, if it's a nineteenth team, that it can be successful. That's that's my primary focus: successful for the team, for for Tasmania, and for the competition. Now, that was Gil McLaughlin and Swans President Andrew Pridham. He's on my watch list, by the way, just just to get it out there, a little bit of clarity. But um, I tell you what, mate. Do you reckon he's got a suit like you, do you? No. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sure he he does a good job as the President of the Swans. Yeah, he does. But that Tasmanian AFL licence did take that massive push forward during the week. huge. Of course, the big big noise, sorry. What about Gil, just a little flyby on Tom Brown the other day, by the way? Can we touch on that briefly? You want to know something really funny? And before we get into chatting about the... (laughs) Sorry, you'll you'll really enjoy this. Before we get into chatting about the AFL licence, I went to a uh, gig on Wednesday. It was... uh, Cashy? No, it wasn't a cashy. It was with the Variety (laughs) Club. Uh, in at Crown, yeah. and who do you reckon came up and asked for a selfie with me? Oh, he didn't. No, not Tom Brown. Tom Brown's grandmother oh, came up and asked for a selfie, and I said, "You need to have a word to your son about why does he hate Tasmania." Your grandson, <laughs> yeah, grandson. <laughs> and she laughed. It was so funny because he's such a naughty boy sometimes. <laughs> I swear, I love it. Uh, it was very, very <laughs> funny. But of course, yes, that Tasmanian license did take a massive step yes. forward during the week with the Tasmanian government finalising its bid for the documentation and presenting it to the AFL and the AFL club presence now to take back to their club's flash. So Gil McLaughlin says that uh, the AFL has involved 10 of the 11 work streams, um, with the stadium, of course, being that final piece of the puzzle down there at Macquarie Point. The clubs will now discuss it uh, and come back to the AFL commission with a decision not expected any time soon. The key quote in Gil's release, though, Flash, this was... This is the key. We believe there is considerable financial, economic and emotional support Support, sorry, for a Tasmanian team. Tick, 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 tick. Well, we've been harping on for a while about yeah. this. Is that you never wavered? Ha- have not wavered one, one iota. Um, iota is. Uh, I've said that a few times in, in meetings at the club. An iota is a measure, small measurement. Yes. Not one iota. So, 
This is, and and of course there was the the launch last Sunday uh, from Premier Rockcliffe down at Macquarie Point about using that land as that multi-purpose stadium for not only football, for the arts, um, the construction industry, obviously to build the stadiums. Um, going to affect the economy as well. And a lot of people are talking about there's a lot of money going into this flash, but yes. the government would not be doing this unless there was a return on investment. Of course, you can get in touch with us here to, via Hobart Care, movement that inspires. Text in on 0437 Off the text. Already off the text. They're coming. Photos, please, Jack. Show us you. That's from Glossy. Well, you can jump on Twitter. Twitter uh, at SEN Tassie, I think our handle is. We are certainly... There's photos of you in that glorious suit. They don't want to see me at all. I've got, no. I've, I've just got the golfing attire on. I'm, I'm literally as soon as the the last word said on this program, I'll be out there on the first teeing off. No warm up for me. This is from Glenn from Kingston. I like this, Jack. You say about becoming a premiership changes you. Has it affected you in the way you go about day to day life? We sort of answered that, but not not entirely. Well, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what it has done. It it opens uh, for Richmond supporters. So when you bump into Richmond supporters, and they're absolutely everywhere. There's yes. hundred thousand members and and whatnot. So they um they certainly they come up and there's an icebreaker to come in. It's like, hey, do you remember 2017? I just wanted to say thank you for that. Like, get thanked a lot for 2017, yes, the first one. And they say, oh. Like my dad or my mum or my grandfather, grandmother made me go for Richmond because it was the it was the family club. There was they were, our family followed that club, so they they were, as children. Yep, you don't get a choice. You 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 have to go for Richmond. And then there was such obviously a big period, thirty seven years of of premiership drought, and kids <laughs> thirty five years of age or people that are thirty five years of age going, why did why like why did my 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 father, whoever it was, made me go for Richmond. Yes, and then all of a sudden, there's that coming together of just generations, and they finally clicks and understand it. And for players, it clicked as well because we had no idea how big the club was. But to be a part of that connection face uh, connection, sorry, piece for um, generations of Richmond supporters, that's that's pretty special. That's probably the thing that day to day when when people come up and talk about that, it's, a, it's the big thing. Just on the Tassie license, I mean, d- d- does the rest of the federal government? Need to come up, come to the party, and help out with this stadium funding. You well, think so? Well, Anthony Albanese spoke at the National Press Club. I think morning, it was, probably three weeks ago, maybe four. He's a yep. avid listener to the show. We know Albo that tunes in every week, um, and he was he was very strong about what the Tasmania deserved a team. Now, you don't make those comments as the Prime Minister of Australia. Without some sort of backing, so he, he obviously, I think he firmly believes that there's um, there's certainly an appetite for for a yes. team down here, and that he believes it should be a fully national uh, national game, which it won't be until the Northern Territory have a team as well. Um, so I, I think, to be honest, Flash, like there'll be all aspects, and we've spoken about this at length, is that it won't just be the government putting the money forward for no. for just football. Um, there will be uh, like this this. The hub, it's actually, it's going to be an AFL ground. It's going to be, sorry, it's going to be a, a multi-purpose stadium. But there will be so many things built around there. Like, there, I wouldn't be surprised if there's uh, restaurants, uh, accommodation, oh. offices. Yep. business uh, centres. Museums. Yep. 
uh, that high performance centre as well, yes. which they're talking about. Cricket departments. Cricket departments. Yeah. Like they're going to. This is going to become a real hub. It's nearly, it's nearly moving the CBD just down the road, really a little bit. I think that's the sell, isn't it? It's not just footy. You know, um, and when people talk about the new stadium and why we waste that money on when, when we've got all the health issues, etc., it, it is a much bigger thing than yep. just footy, yep. isn't it? And that's really important to to get that message across. So we take a breath. We, we do. We we, we yep. step back now, and of course, there's been a lot of people. I think even in the Believe Task Force that have been a little bit antsy about it. Just Ooh, just yeah. just, and 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 we know that the absolute tripe that the Melbourne mainland media is probably tripe. been putting out there in regards to hesitations and, and whatnot. But now, we know we're getting a stadium. Um, we just got to take a breath. Step back, take a breath. Let the presidents have a look at it. And I think, to be honest, it will hopefully be a little bit sooner than, than, than what we think. So, yes, we are very, very excited. So you can hit us up on the text line or shoot us, uh, sorry, give us a call. Um, text line 0437552535. Or you, or you can tweet us. Go on at SEN Tassie. Have a look at the uh, little general setup we've got here. Have a look at your Sydney Swans setup today. Maybe place a comment on that. And, of course, that is uh, you can get in touch with us thanks to Hobart Key App Movement. That inspires those numbers again. 1,342, to give us a call or shoot us a text 0437 I want to see some texts about your kit. That's what I want to see some texts. What will you be dressing up? That's a great one. Text us in. What will you be dressing sure. up on grand final day, whether you be a Swan supporter, a Cat supporter, a neutral supporter? Just a reminder, the ICC Men's T20 World Cup is coming up in Hobart. Go the Windies. Get tickets at t20worldcup.com. 16 international teams will play 45 matches over seven host cities, including in Hobart, Jackie Boy, mm. which is very exciting. Mm. What we have got? We've got a couple of double passes for the double header on Wednesday, the 19th of October, to give away Ireland versus Scotland and West Indies versus Zimbabwe. We'll give them away during the course of the show for the best Texas Tell us about what you what, what where you're watching, where yep. you're watching, what you're wearing, all of those types Traditions, of things. Traditions, maybe for Grand Traditions. Final We've made contact with our adopted team, Scotland. Well, you're, you're, you're adopted team. I'm the windy still. Mm, you can't, mate. Well, you can't, you can't make me go against my family heritage. Mate, you're not, you're not West Indian. How do you know that? Well, I'm not have a look at you. <laughs> They're going to be a part of the show. You the look next like you're from the, the Scots, by the way. Can you focus on the Scots, mate? <laughs> They're going to be a part of it. We're going to all chips in with the Scots. So that's what we're, that's where we're going. Oh, and I'm not right. reading this next no, line. No, it says Mitch. here. No, it says here. The flash is going to be kitted out in the Scottish uniform in coming weeks per well, your ancestry. Scottish blood is absolutely the thickest part you of me. Yes. You got a kilt at home? No. I don't have a kilt. We are. We actually are not far away from this where you kilt. grew up. This yes, is, it is. Scott Scott's Dale. Scott's down the road. That's right. Scott's Dale. 20 minutes. Harrison Agents. To buy, sell or rent in Tasmania, search Harrison Agents today. Amy, proudly the doers of insurance. On SEN Tassie, Jack and Flash. With Jack Revolt and David Lithgow. Indeed it is, and we're coming to you live from Barnburgle Dunes here. We're in the Lost Farm. Not a breath of wind, Flash. Oh, mate. Have a look at it out there. Not a breath of wind. Glorious. Bridport just out the back, of course. I might go down and check with Roscoe what the... what the record is round. Mermaid's pool dipped for us before we go as well, perhaps? No chance. Right, our big guest. Yep. Big guest. Your mate. Flashman. We have been very lucky to be joined. We're going inside the inner sanctum of the Geelong Football Club. Excellent. 
And that, of course, is with... Well, he's, the, he's a Geelong assistant coach. But more importantly, he's a 2017 Premiership Ruckman. And, of course, he's Sean Grigg. Sean, welcome to the show. Good morning, Jack and Flash. Thanks for having me on. Proud to be a part of it. Ah, very good, mate. Now, uh, you're a part of another grand final week. You've obviously been a part of Richmond's grand final weeks, 2017-2019, and then jumped the fence and went down the highway and was a part of the 2020 uh, push for the Geelong Football Club. But back there this week, mate, with the Geelong Football Club, how does it feel to be a part of uh, another grand final week, and this time as a coach? Oh, yeah, it's really exciting. Um, yeah, grateful to be in the position to, to have another shot at it. And, um, yeah, this time it's it's nice uh, with Richmond not being in it, to be honest, for me personally. With 2020, I was a bit torn, to be honest, Jack. So, yeah, it's good. It's uh, Yeah, obviously the Swans have been playing some good footy, but we're, we're confident that we can get the job done. I don't think I can let you go any further without touching on that a little bit more, 2020. So what, when you say you were torn, that must have been, you're, you're a pretty fresh Tiger still, weren't you? Yeah, first year, uh, first year at the Cats. So yeah, it was yeah quite um, yeah quite different going up against a lot of good mates in, in a grand final. So yeah, still win, win, but it was a lose lose if that makes sense. Flash, he still gave me so Sean's one of my very good friends. Still yes, gave me a few it. greasy looks like across the dinner table because <laughs> we were, we were at the same apartment building that we we're all staying there at the RACV and he still gave me a few greasy looks and was trying to kick me in the shins as he go past me. He's just, just, the, just still, just that little bit of Ballarat about him, just a little bit of you know, a little bit of niggle, mate. What's back to the game this week? Um, what's the mood been around the club? It seems like uh, you guys are fairly relaxed. Is that been a message that that Scotty's been trying to get across to the playing group? Yeah, it has. Just to embrace the week for what it is. Um, you know, we're lucky to be a part of it. We had an open training session on Monday, and yeah, you know, as you know, we've got a whole um, community in town behind us. So, um, you know, the members and supporters came out and supported us Monday. You know, it was a huge turnout to watch training. So that was a great start to, for the boys to be up and about and enjoy the week for what it is. Tell us about the Cattery this year, Sean. Um, from an outside person looking in, I've sort of looked at the Cats a bit the last uh, few years and have just questioned a few things, maybe a little bit slow defensively, the way you, you, you've sort of set up and you've brought the ball out of... D50, for example, and, and now you've you've got these added additions with the Stengels and the Closes. There looks to be more pace. You've still got the veteran leadership in the mids in particular, but that's all evolution. Um, can you sort of touch on that a little bit and what, from your perspective what you've seen this year in comparison to the last few? Yeah, it, it's just probably the combination of, you know, some new personnel coming in and, and just us coaches trying to bring those strengths out in those sort of players. So, you know, for us, if you look at our team at the moment, we've, we've got a pretty dangerous forward line. You know, Hawkins, Cameron, you mentioned Stengel, um, you know, Gary Rowan, and then some smalls down there, Grime Myers, Brad Close. So for us, it, it did make sense to try and give those guys um, a bit more opportunity. And, and um, the modern defence these days, um, teams just want to get back and support and make it hard to score. So for us to, to give those guys some one-on-one chances, as Jack would Jack would know and, and love when he gets those chances, it's, it can be a little bit easier to, to beat your man and, and kick some goals. So for us, that was probably one of the main drivers, was to give you know give our strengths you know, a chance for us to, to score. You mentioned the new additions into the side and, and changing the game to uh, suit those new additions and their strengths. The focus has been on Max Holmes this week. He's been named in the side... 
Where does that sit? Is he is he locked and loaded? Has he proved his fitness, or is there is there something today that needs to happen, or even tomorrow, to to make sure that he's right to go one hundred percent for for Saturday? Yeah, he's ticked the boxes along the way this week. He's, he's recovered really well. He's an optimistic, positive um, person. But um, yeah, today today we'll have a we'll have a final test today, and he'll, he'll have to tick a number of things off. And our medical team all year have have been fantastic in preparing our players, um, you know, managing them and, and having their individual programs. So, you know, we'll lean on our medical team and fitness staff and, and, and I'm sure they'll make the right call. Who ultimately has the final say there? Will, that, will, it, will it be will it be Scotty? He, will he just get all the information in? The medical team will have their say. Everyone will go with a bit of gut feel and then you'll make a decision? Or does it solely come down to the medical team ticking him off as, as fit to play? Yeah, I think that that'll be the first thing. If he he needs to pass all the you know the medical and the fitness tests um, this this morning, so you know, and if it does get past that that stage, then yeah, it'll be a, be a team effort. After that, we'll all, we'll all sit down and and discuss it. And but yeah, first and foremost, it, it's it's the medical and fitness team um, this morning. Gregor, what about today, mate? Do the guys have a little trot out on the on the on the G at all, or back to the back down the highway to Geelong? Uh, yeah, the captain's runs at the MCG with the uh, with the parade being up up on the river. Um, yeah, our guys will get up there and do that this morning, and then cross over to the MCG and have a little run around in our team meeting. And then yeah, the boys will go on their their own ways for their prep. What about the Swans, Grigger? Um, what have you made of them? Um, the way they're playing, the year—it's an amazing. I, I can't recall, Jack, and you can add into this, a, a year where you've got a, a mob going for 15 in a row or 16 in a row mm. and the other mob going for 10 in a row. Um, it's been such a long time since you come up against Swans Round 2 at the SCG. What have you made of, of them and, and their year and, and, and some of the, the key indicators that are so important for Geelong to stop and win the flag tomorrow from your perspective? Yeah, the, the Swans have been um, really impressive all year, really. But in, in the back half of the year, their their pressure game, you know, is probably why they've won a lot of games um, in a row and in good form. So we expect expect the contest to be fierce and hot. And, and you know, um, for our guys, we we uh, we've we've handled that pressure well. So um, I think that'll be one of the determining factors in the game. So yeah, and you mentioned we haven't played since round two, so um, that, that's a bit strange as well. And that night was the night Buddy kicked his thousandth goal. So um, yeah, it's a long time ago. One player this year, uh, Sean, uh, is is Sam De Koning, who we've we've seen him come on as a, a, a real, real, I suppose, cemented his spot at centre half back, full back for the Geelong Football Club. But have always had a key sort of plethora of key defenders. Harry Taylor uh, has always led that that defence there, but he's stepping in and and filling those shoes. Does he get the first look at at Buddy Franklin? Um, and, and how you spoke about your own forward line, but how do you defend their they're really, I suppose, powerful uh, forward line as well. Yeah, I, I mean, Sam's been been awesome this year for us. He's he's taken a dangerous matchup, you know, sort of every week. And you know, nowadays the, the key forwards are just getting bigger and taller and stronger. So um, you know, he he can match up on a number of different guys. Um, I, I'd say most of our def- tall defenders will probably take their turn on Buddy. You know, we sort of like to play that team team defence rather than the one on one. Matchups, so, you know, and that that's also helped with you know moving around Mark Blitz up. So we've we've been pretty flexible with with Mark now that Sam can hold down that that key defensive post. We're chatting to Sean Grigg, Geelong assistant coach, and of course Richmond Premiership player. I just want to quickly chat about another player in your defence, uh, Jake Holodajny. 
Uh, Say it properly. Collajasny. Collajasny. That's right. Collajasny. Now, for the Tasmanian listeners down here on SEN Tassie, how how did you see his game last week? And and I think that he he really took, a, I suppose, a step forward in finals football in the way he performed. No, I did, yeah. Especially, he he was under some doubt. He he got subbed off after our, uh, halfway through our first final, you know, with a little bit of a knee joint complaint. So, you know, for Kohler to, to get his rehab right, he's, so, he's such a um, professional and such a tough player. And the way he performed, he was, yeah, one of our best players down there. He was intercepting the ball and gave us some real drive and attack off half-back. What about the job you did last week uh, on Lockie Neal was outstanding as you know, several players went to him. Um, a, a different midfield group, isn't it, Grigger, and a different sort of age demographic almost what the Swans are going to present. Is, is there, will somebody in particular get a little bit more work? Will you be um, trying to do a team-based arrangement? Um, how, how do you see that happening? Yeah, we always go after our game first and make sure that's in order. Um, obviously, the Swans have got some, some good players all over the field with some you know, young, hard, fit mids that... Um, you know, great around the contest, you know, guys at Rowbottom and Warner, and then you've got the two sort of older bulls in Mills and Parker. So our guys will have their work cut out for them. But, um, you know, we also think that, that our mids will, get, will be a handful for them. Let's uh, just rewind the clock back a little bit and speak about your own career. Um, 2017, 2019, very different sort of finishes for, for yourself and probably two big stories in uh, Grand Final Folklore, Flashman. You know, of course, in 2017, you, you, you became that second ruck uh, wingman type and then 2019, sacrifice your spot in the mid-season draft. What, what sort of emotions personally does grand final week bring up for you and memories and, and reminiscing about, about your time in, in grand finals as a player? Uh, and probably the, um, one of the things that resonates with me is all that all of those things happened in the back back end of my career. So looking back now, I'm pretty grateful for that because, as you know, they're, they're so hard to come by being involved in grand finals. And, um, the, the 2017 one was obviously pretty special, breaking the drought um, for Richmond supporters. And and then the 2019 year for Marlon to you know to take his chance. Um, I can't really I can't claim all of that. It was um, credit goes to Marlon. He he was in good form to get drafted in the first place, and then his VFL form was was amazing, and for him to play well in that grand final um, you know it was just great for the Richmond Footy Club well no doubt you'll be talking about well just imparting your wisdom on the Geelong Football Club as you've done all year but come Saturday uh, being a premiership ruckman you'll be telling Mark Mark Blitzals how to do it around the park but Sean we wish you the best of luck and Geelong Football Club the best of luck on your behalf and uh, go and get it mate no worries thanks for having me lads there we are there we are, Sean Grigg, the Geelong assistant coach, Richmond Premiership player, speaking about. Well, Max Holmes, that's an interesting one. Yes, fitness so test today. Fitness test this morning. Fitness okay. test today at the MCG. So, who, so who comes got, in? Who comes in if he doesn't? O'Connor. Yeah, yep. right. That's got Chopper written all over it. Chopper Chopo. footage, one hundred percent. Yes. Harrison Agents to buy, sell, or rent in Tasmania. Search Harrison Agents today. Amy, proudly the doers of insurance. On SEN Tassie, Jack and Flash, with Jack Revolt and David Lithgow. Jack and Flash, time we're winding through. There we are. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's a little teaser, Flash, little man. Little teaser. Little teaser. 
Well, I think this is the biggest gig we've had in town. This is the main story. This is the grand final day. I'm telling Robbie Williams playing. Right. Um, He is the biggest gig we have seen at AFL grand final. All right. The end. No. Yes, he is. Mate. Yes, he is. Killers, baby. Killers were awesome. Yeah, the killers. It's a great day. Loved yeah. it. I'm a big Killers fan of Robbie Rightio. Williams. However. Okay, you're in charge. You're Gil McLaughlin. You've made right. the deal with Robbie Williams. Yep. Run me through Run me through your set list. And well, it's only two songs. You've got a couple of minutes. Two songs. Uh, well, how many is he going to play? Two? Three, at least. Mitch? Can you just... Three. Right. Three. You reckon? Yeah, give me a three. Um, What's he open with? Surely... Surely the openers uh, let me entertain you. I it? think he absolutely opens with that. Let me entertain you. Can <laughs> he, you imagine fireworks so, like front center? Robbie's like, come on, 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 come on. Well, clearly that has to be the opener. And then he has to play one of his, yeah. um, he's going to have to play one of his mellow classics. So it's going to be Phil or Angels. But I, I just, yeah. when, he looks, when he looks at everyone, says, uh, sit and wait. As an angel, contemplate <laughs> my... And then the whole crowd will just be in absolute... Do they know? Oh, mate. So it's 12 minutes so for Robbie Williams. Okay, so, so that's, they're that's, that's, Those two are locked. That's three, at least four songs. Now, Delta Goodrum's joining him. Yes. Ooh. So, so surely... Okay. Surely that's... She's Kylie Minogue out. Well, she can be... Delta Goodrum in. Yes. Yes. Do you think Gil would be a bit jealous with Robbie and Delta? Because there's, there's, that's been, Delta's there's been some chemistry there. Is this just, every time I see Gil McLaughlin, Delta Goodrum just pops up well, out of nowhere. Yeah, I don't want to sound controversial here, but D- Delta's got a better voice than Kylie anyway. Bang. Hasn't oh, she? My gosh. Delta's, I mean, again, oh, not four, three, seven, double yeah, five, two, five, three, five. If you think Delta Goodrum's got a better voice than Kylie, well, not my daughter, no. of course, but I'm... Um, no. Yeah, well, you can get in touch. Okay. Hey, as always, you can get in touch with us thanks to Hobart Care, movement that inspires 0437 552 Now, we've shot out some texts. And Dave from Grindelwald has hit us up. Tonight's pre- NF- NRL prelim sorry, final in Townsville is reportedly worth $7 million wow. to the Townsville economy. Imagine what an AFL team would do for the Tasmanian economy. Yeah, of course, call there Dave. Dave from Grindelwald. We, well, Dave, you've won the passes, so we'll give you the two double passes to the ICC T20 Switch World out. Cup. On October 19th, thanks to the... Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire. By famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady. Live only on Netflix. The ICC T20 World Cup. Harrison Agents. To buy, sell or rent in Tasmania, search Harrison Agents today. Amy, proudly the doers of insurance. On SEN Tassie, Jack and Flash. With Jack Revolt and David Lithgow. Welcome to another monster hour of Jack and Flash. Thanks to Harrison Agents, Tasmanian real estate experts, and to Amy, the doers of insurance. We're live here on 1629 SEN Tasmania, 1611 SEN Track Northern Tasmania, and Jackie Boy, the SEN app. Now, here we go. 
exciting to have oh, a, you just got a, little a very, step, very you? special player in the history of the Sydney Footy Club and the Collingwood Footy Club too. Preston Ferris there from memory. Tasmanian Hall of Famer. Tasmanian Hall of Famer. It's with great pleasure we welcome Tasmanian Swans legend. I'm going with 2005 Premiership player. Paul Williams, good morning to you, Paul. Morning, guys. How are you? Very good. Terrific. Thank you, mate. Uh, thanks for joining us firstly. Um, grand final week, mate. You're, uh, I, I had a chat to you once uh, several years ago. You won't recall it, of course, but uh, you loved your time at the Swans. I know that, and you must be very, very excited about watching the red and white this, this week. Yeah, listen, it's going to be a, it's going to be a cracking game. Um, I, I went up there for the prelim last, last week, and that was a, an amazing game as well, so... It's going to be an interesting. It's either for, for me if the Swans can um, bring that manic pressure that they that they did up in up in Sydney. Um, not sure Geelong Geelong's experienced that this final series yet. It's a really good point, Paul. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the Swans on the MCG when they last eight Flashman there at the MCG. The Mighty well, Swans. I now, think that's the the, the the secret is are they better on the bigger ground, Paul? Now, Paul. You, yeah, well, well, Paul. I, one we'll, question we'll, we'll ask. Find out. Yeah, we will find yeah. out. One, one yeah. question I want to ask you, yeah. and this you wouldn't know this, but you and Flash both went to Dominic College, so you're Dominic College boys, and Flash is sitting here in yeah. the most reddest suit of all time with a beautiful white crisp shirt on. He's a massive Swan supporter. He's really, really nervous. How do you feel going into going into tomorrow as a, a Swans champion, obviously a premiership player 2005? How, how is it sitting with you on the eve of the grand final? No, I'm fine. I'm I'm very relaxed. So I, I think the um, what Dominic got to do with that, Jack? No, nothing. But Flash wanted to throw <laughs> it in there that he was from Dominic <laughs> College as well. So no, 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 all good. No, I'm actually I'm actually feeling really good. I, I think I think um, I really do believe if they can bring the pressure, um, that they can get a good result. But if they don't, uh, Geelong's skills are, are just way too good, and and they'll get carved up. So. It's a pretty pretty easy recipe for the Swannies. Either bring it or, or lose by a bit. What does grand final week, week mean to you, Paul? Uh, catching up with a, with a lot of people, pretending that you're a lot better than what you were and um, <laughs> enjoying a bit of fun. It's a, it's a great week. It's a great week to be in Melbourne and um, uh, lots of functions. I was at a function yesterday afternoon and, and had um, Peter Dacos, Tony Shaw, and Terry Denneher, and and the great Simon Madden uh, talking. They're reminiscing on the 1990 uh, uh, grand final um, back in the day. So it was quite interesting to listen to TD and how many people he belted in that uh, quarter time uh, uh, scuffle. And uh, but that that's what it means to me. Like you meet you meet up with a, a lot of people and and you reminisce a lot and. And uh, it's, it's heaps of fun. Yeah, 2005, one of the more famous premierships of all times because it did break such a big drought, 67 years or whatever it was from memory, um, Willow. It's a long time ago now, 17 or 18, yeah. 17, 17, 18 years, which is quite remarkable in itself. But um, what, what's your memories of the week and the day for you? Oh, leading in, um, really nervous because I've never played in uh, one at any level, uh, juniors or um, seniors or definitely AFL level. So 
really, really nervous at the start. Uh, but once once the game uh, uh, rolled on, it was pretty much uh, l- like normal, but much more intensity. Like there's there's obviously a, a medallion hanging at the end of it. So every contest uh, was uh, extremely important, and uh, we 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 were always it was always going to be a close game against the West Coast. We had we had close games uh, right through that little period that we that we both were playing quite good footy and. Um, the the, la- the lasting memory, I suppose, is uh, we we celebrated a little bit too long inside the MCG after we won, and we actually got locked in and couldn't get to the punt road function. So we were late by that forty-five minutes. So what, what do you mean locked in? They actually locked the the garage they or locked, the they under? Can't... Yeah, they locked their garage, and we couldn't get out. We're in the bus, and we couldn't get out. So um, we were stuck, we were stuck in there. So we said, "All right, go get some more beers. We'll just sit here and wait." And someone, someone had to come back and uh, let us out. These are these are the stories that we were talking about, yes. Flash Round. It's just those yes. little little tidbits of what the information that we never we, we found out now that the Swans were locked in. It's a genuine lock. Well, in. I was actually over at Punt Road waiting and thinking, "What are these blokes doing? Fair dinkum. Are they going to come and show under themselves the to the fans or not? Locked under the G. Uh, <laughs> we were trying good. to get there." Very, very good. That's <laughs> that's a, that's a great little tidbit that one there. Now, uh, one other thing, Paul. Obviously, you're, you're a Tasmanian team of the century member. Um, Three hundred games of, of football for two really big clubs. H- how have you felt about the the push for for the Tasmanian license, and and how are you feeling now that it looks like we've ticked all the boxes? Yeah, I'm I'm like you, like you, Jay. I'm super excited. Like, I honestly, it's long overdue. Uh, would have been great. Uh, would have loved to uh, uh, it happened about 30 years ago, but um, uh, I, I'm I'm super excited. I know Tassie um, has always had that north and south, um, but uh, if we get our own team down there, I'm sure everyone's going to be united, and and I'm sure it's it's going to bring it's going to bring footy back in a big way, and, and I've got no doubt it will work. It just needs just needs the, the government support. Needs a couple of big corporates down there to to jump on and, and just needs the people to follow and, and, and it'll work. Build it and they will come. I mean, you've been out of Tassie for 30 years yourself since you effectively you got drafted and you, you've lived in a state. And when you hear the Melbourne media and over the last couple of years in particular and making statements about Tasmania and not living here, etc., uh, and some of the narratives about holding players and things, what, what does Paul Williams think when you hear those comments which have been quite prevalent of recent times yeah I, I, listen I, I think the, the media um, bang everything up um, to make it look a little bit better than what it is or bigger than what it is and uh, I I just reckon that it's just overdue like the spend so much money in Gold Coast do the same at uh, Greater Western Sydney um, Tassie's always been a heartland uh, AFL footy Footy place has been some wonderful players, Jack, Jack uh, absolutely included, that have come out of Tassie, and uh, and it's time to give back to them. And, and it's just long overdue. I, I, I'm looking forward to it when it becomes official. It's, it's pretty much nearly there, but uh, until they actually announce it, I'm not going to get too excited. Paul, let's just shift our attention back to tomorrow, and obviously the MCG. In the afternoon, how do you how do you see it playing out? Uh, obviously, you've spoken about what you think the Swans need to bring, but how do you see the game playing out? Um, well, it, it's it's going to be interesting. With uh, I think Dangerfield's probably in his 
best form and his body's probably in the best nick um, that that he's had in a, in a finals for, for a long time. And I think the way Chris Scott's probably managed his men has uh, been outstanding, and and they've they've really um, not worried about who they're playing. They've just stuck to their, their plan, and, and it's, so far that's that's worked really well. Um, the I think it'll probably be Mills v Dangerfield, and I'm really looking forward to that contest. Because, um, young Mills is a he's a ripping player. He's hard as a cat's head, and and uh, Danger's in uh, white hot form. So that one's going to be a cracker. Um, Parker again in the middle. Uh, I'm really looking forward to him on the big stage. He he enjoys that um, enjoys that, and he'll probably play against Selwood and, and someone like that, or Guthrie might go through there. So. There's quality everywhere, and then then you look at um, uh, Buddy uh, coming into he has a one flag with with the Swanee, so um, it, it'll be interesting to see how he goes as well. Because he he jumped into packs last week that I haven't seen him do in the 18 years that he's been playing the game. So he's very much um, a, a much watch as, as well, and and Isaac Heaney is the one that I'm sort of tipping for the. The Norm Smith. So I think it'll be Swans, Just, and Isaac. Isaac will get the Norm Smith. Paul, can I ask you? In your footy career, you were tied up, obviously, a long time at the Pies, um, six or seven years at the Swans, and then times at the Dogs, the Demons, maybe the Blues. Did you have a stint there at some stage yeah, in the coaching box? Have I got that until, right? Yeah, yeah. Until Mick Malthouse came, and we didn't really get on. That's why I left the Pies, and <laughs> then he fired me via career. <laughs> Well, I won't. Maybe I'd like to get into that a little bit. But tell us about what is it about the Swans and their culture and that inner belief, the Bloods culture everyone talks about. And some of the things is it garbage? Is it real? It, just in a few words, what is it about the Swans why they can keep doing this? And what I mean by that is missing finals for a year or two, rejuvenating straight back to the top. What, what, what sets the scene there in Sydney? Yeah, well, it, it is definitely real. Um, there's, there's no doubt about that. You, you can. You just feel it, and you can't touch it or, or see it, but um, you, you can definitely feel it uh, by the way um, the, the guys go about it. The, the, the senior guys lead the way, and and they the the young ones sort of get inducted into the blood. So they don't just because they got drafted doesn't um, mean that they're, they're a blood yet. So they, they need to to do the the things that um, uh, we would expect everyone to do. And if they don't do that, then they're not inducted. So it's it's very simple. Uh, it's very uh, brutal. It's pretty full on, and it's uh, right in your face all the time. The the players lead all of that, and uh, Ruzi was uh, probably the, the founder of bringing that back to life. And, and horses, horses, been amazing for the, the whole time he's been there. So um, it's yeah, it's it's a special thing. Um, it's something that that uh, we're very very proud of and. Uh, Jack, when you, I'm, I'm sure you're going to be the same when you uh, eventually decide that enough's enough, and all you've got once you once you finish is uh, the legacy that you leave uh, your club in. And uh, a lot of our, a lot of us older guys, when we when we did retire, were really proud of the fact that uh, it was in that really healthy position, and and the Bloods um, culture was definitely um, back, which was good. Well, certainly you left the Sydney Swans in a, a fantastic place, 2000 and Premiership player, a Hall of Fame member, Flash, Tasmanian yep. Hall of Fame member. And, uh, well, tipping tipping Isaac Heaney, is that right, Paul, for the Norm Smith and yeah. the Swans just? Yeah, tight one. 
Yeah, I, I think it'll be tight. Um, and Swan's just uh, Isaac. Isaac loves playing against Geelong, so that's the only. Ooh, that's the reason why I'm picking him because I, I think that he might he might kick five. Five, I think, five oh, I think love it, Willow. Oh, love it. Flashman might, might, have, might already be on. Sneaky may little, already be on. May, may really yeah. sneaky little dabble Daytime, on that one. Boy wonder. Yes, please. Well, Paul, for, uh, well, thanks for joining us. We really appreciate it. And best of luck to your Swannies tomorrow. Thanks, guys. Have a great one. Good on you, Willow. There we are. Paul Williams, Tasmanian Team of the Century member and, of course, the 2005 Sydney Swans Premiership player. Tuck it under the arm. Run and carry. Bounce. Kick from 60. Was that, was that a bit a of a fanboy moment for you? A couple of Dominic College lads chatting uh, footy. He didn't need to do that, mate. But anyway. If he no, saw he, you and what you were wearing now, he, he, would have, he would have brushed you because he would have been nuffy alert. <laughs> well, I don't wear it every day, but it's well worth the cause today. Harrison Agents. To buy, sell or rent in Tasmania, search Harrison Agents today. Amy, proudly the doers of insurance. On SEN Tassie, Jack and Flash. With Jack Revolt and David Lithgow. Welcome back to Jack on Flash. Love to hear your texts on 0437 Thanks to Kia Sportage, the drive car of the year. Couple of they've Texas come coming. for you, Flash. They've come what for you. And they come for me. <laughs> well, they've come for you. Okay. Look at the. I'll read. I'll, I'll, you can read the first one out. I'll read the ones up. Uh, uh, this is from Jake in Bill Reeve. Love Willow would have captained the Tassie team if it came 20 years ago. Good call. That's a great call. These ones here, Flash. Flash's outfit has a touch of the greatest showman. That's at Splash23 on Twitter. Jacob Beavis, how about the Flash's kit? Adam Roy, shout out to Roy Boy. Uh, have a look at him. He's <laughs> Steve on Twitter is Flash Ron Burgundy. They have come. They've come for you, Flash. Well, I'll tell you what, mate. I'm feeling good. Do you, hang on. So we're, we're really, going to go out. Really, really good. Of course, we're live up here at Barn Bugle Dunes yes. at Britport. And we're going to be hit, hitting Bugle Run after this. we do this. the par three course, which 14, is 14 holes. 14 holes. Zip around there. Are you going to run that kid out there? Look, I might. I wasn't going to, but I might keep the slacks on. <laughs> Just for you. <laughs> I'll, get, I'll get a shot for the Twitter. and uh, I'll get a shot for Twitter. Let's talk about Let's it. get into the game, though, Flashman. Well, the, the key thing, what we know, is Max Home has played. So the emergencies for Geelong are par fit. Well, at this stage. Mm. At this stage, he's playing par fit. O'Connor, Menegola and Siegler. So there's no changes for the Cats. So for the Swans, the big one. Hayden McLean in. Logan McDonald out. Sam Reid is also in an injury cloud. He's been named. The emergencies for the Swans and McDonald. Campbell, Harry Cunningham, Will Gould. Okay, so firstly, we think. Well, what do we think? Do you reckon? Do you reckon Holmes going to play? I'm going to say no. No, I agree with you. No, I'm going to say no. I think. I, I think that there is. Uh, well, let's go with no. Yeah, but I, yeah, but for the reason of that, I reckon there's a risk of playing. An injured player. Yes. And and for what it is that that's sort of hamstring um, awareness. Yeah. It could be. It could actually like just imagine if that crops back up in in the first five minutes of the game. It's like oh dear. Yes. And then all of a sudden you're using your sub. And O'Connor was a sub for Geelong last week. Then you, then you're there at a disadvantage straight away. So I think you probably feel a bit more comfortable going in with a full uh, fully fit team. So let's assume he's Especially out. Especially as a younger player too, I reckon. Uh, who comes in? Uh, I think O'Connor will come into the oh. twenty into the twenty-two. Uh, maybe, maybe Parfit, like just a, a, bit, a bit more speed. Um, and then O'Connor. So, sub. I mean, they're good subs. Like I, I think Manigola could come in as well. But it's I, not going to be Segler. No, nah, no, I don't think it'll be with Segler. I don't think it'll be him. Um, no, I think probably O'Connor will go in. He, he, he played last week. Yep. Obviously, with a he came Parfit on. As, he came on. Sub. When Holmes come off, so maybe 
maybe Menegola sub. I'm going to go O'Connor in, Menegola sub. The Swans one is interesting. We talked about yes. this down the way up. And well, you, you, f- you flagged this in the well, car. Well, the thing with it is, of course, is McDonald's form hasn't been amazing. Took that huge mark last week, kicked a big goal. But McLean's ruck versatility gives you options, and he's been clunking mm. them in the VFL. Mm. Um, and I guess with that risk with Sam Reid is if he does not get through, McDonald's never rucked a minute in his life. No. And, I, and I, it was really a logical decision, I think. The emergencies of McDonald, Campbell, Cunningham, good. I think we think Reid will get up, don't yeah. we? I think so, yeah. And I think just... So then Campbell stays as yeah, probably the I think, I think Campbell's a sub last week, so I think he's yeah. probably the, the emergency. All right, so... What about this decision, firstly? Logan McDonald, McLean, tell me about that. Oh, look, it's a, bit, it's, a re- it's a really tough decision. I mean, you haven't you seen to... a lot of McLean. No, I haven't, but I'm going off your word. Yeah. Of, of he's been pretty pretty good at, at VFL level and yeah. was good in the, the final that they lost, four goals, three. Uh, I, yeah. Sometimes you like you look at this and you think, what what impact does it have on Logan McDonald's future? Yes. Which, which is not, not irrelevant, but it's obviously not the main focus. No. Because he's a hot, highly touted draft pick. Yeah. Um, he's also nineteen. That he's nineteen. Like they yep. really believe in him. But um, yeah, you'd want to go. Or you always want to go in unchanged. You want everyone playing their good foot, best footy. But I think that this is maybe just to cover Sam Reid in case he does. I get think injured. it is. Yep. I don't think it happens if yep. Reid wasn't probably injured. How do these two teams play? Um, who has edge in game styles? Because it is interesting. We've mm. got that. We touched on before the veteran leadership of the Cats in the midfield especially, and that's where I see the game. And I'm interested in your thoughts because you've got the Young Bulls and Rowbottom and Warner and going through with the with the Heenies and the Parkers and in particular Callum Mills. But you've got the, that senior group at Geelong. It's yeah. a bit of a contrast, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. But the thing is with these Sydney kids flashing, you yeah. would know. Uh, more than anyone is that they've got a bit of spunk about them. They're tough. They come out and they're and they're tough and yep. they're they're quick. And that's that's yes. the area that if Sydney are going to win, if they can use their speed and and Sydney have been known for a long time and they go, sort of goes back to the the Jude Bolton era, Brett Kirk era, where Sydney are a tough inside team. Exactly. They play the SCG well because it's small. Yep. And there's lots of stoppages. Now Sydney are a team that they will burn you on the outside them on with the their speed. Ground. Bigger ground at the Definitely. MCG. We know that Geelong defend GMHBA very well, and they're very strong behind the ball. But if Sydney bring that pressure, bring that speed, then that 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 it would that will bring Geelong undone. Cameron Hawkins. So that's the big you know the big pillars for the Cats. Who goes to them? Is it Tom McCartan? Goes to Hawkins. Then I mean, this Cameron matchup is the one we talk about every week. Yep. Who's is it? Rampy? No, I think Rampy will go to Cameron, and I, I think they'll probably let yep. Cameron go up the ground, yes. and Rampy will stay behind the ball. He's pretty pretty good at doing that. Uh, I think Tom McCartan will, will play on Hawkins, yep. uh, and they'll try and free up Patrick McCartan behind the ball or Paddy McCartan Clunk behind the ball, just to, just to impact in the air. Like you think at the in terms of the interceptors at the other end. Of course, we've got Buddy Franklin, like. We think De Koning will probably go to him. Sean Griggs said earlier on the show that most yes. of the Geelong backs will have a go on. But what do they do with Tom Stewart? Because his impact in the air is the one thing that... I mean, there's certainly one game for Geelong single-handedly. And different forward line, too, with that the Heaney mid-size, the Papley small. I mean, the, the Cats have got their, their smalls and as well. It's a fascinating matchup, the defensive Cats against the Swans forward line, too, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, I think someone probably like Collard Ashney will go to, go to Heaney. Um, yes, and, and play on him. Uh, there's also, I mean, 
the the other ones down there, like Goulden, Haywood's well, good above his head. Buse, Sam, Buse goes to Papley. Buse would probably go to Papley. Yep. Um, yep. But, I mean, it, it's going to be fascinating. And the most fascinating thing about Grand Final is the first two minutes. Because that will be just, the, it'll just be bang. Like, and we know that the, the players will be absolutely throwing themselves in left, right and centre. It sets the game up, though. People say to me, I mean, 2014 Grand Final, Hawke City, that game was over 90 seconds into the game. Sean Burger and Luke Hodge just smashed yep. the Sydney midfield, yep. and it was like, my gosh, yep. this is trouble here, isn't it? Cause it actually does mean something, yep. that initial, doesn't doesn't it? It does, it does, and because it, it, you want to get off to a great start, but it's not the be-all and end-all, no, no, but no. certainly I think for, if, if Sydney can put that pressure on early, yep. they, they, they can really, really take it to... Um, Really take it to the Geelong football Now, game. I don't need you to cheerlead because you're sitting to your mate here dressed in red, yep. but who wins and why? Oh, look, I, and I, give me a Norman Smith, please. Yeah, so I, I'm probably leaning to, to Paul Williams and, and his thought process as well. I, I think the Swans will get up. I think the Swans will get up and will get up just. Uh, and I've got... I, I think Isaac oh, he's a, he's a, he's a yes. great. He's a great. You, I know you've had a couple Come of on. bucks on him, a couple of bob on him. Come on. I, I want to you... Um, I want to hear... Oh, I think the Swans will win because they will out-pressure Geelong and yep. will beat them with speed on the G. Yep. I want to hear from you, though, because I want you Ruffy. I don't want you Norm Smith who no, you no. think's going to win. Yeah, but are you obviously think the Swans are going to win? Yes, I do. Who's your Ruffy? Uh, it's an easy one, Tom Hickey. Tom Hickey? $67. Okay, wow. let me just... 30 seconds. Give me 30 seconds before we go to a break. Um, he's rucking against Reece Stanley. Yep. He's he's going to, which I think he'll school him. Yep. And I and I think the Blitzarves thing doesn't work with Hickey so much. Hickey is as old fashioned as they come. He, he just needs to sneak forward and kick two, seventeen or eighteen touches, thirty hitouts. Ooh. Tom Hickey, there get on hits. Uh, well, you're, okay. you're, the, you're the man of the night. You're the man of the night. Mitch, have we got that footage when I declared uh, Swans winning before <laughs> no, our first no. show? Or We're is a radio show. We Mitch? don't have footage. We're okay. a radio oh, show. Sorry. We've got, we got audio. we got audio. <laughs> Send us a text on 0437 Thanks to the Kia Sportage, the, the drive car of the year. Another text coming through. Let's just hope it's not a dodgy umpiring decision, Jack, that dictates the game. As we've seen in recent years from Paddy, how, over you, and Paddy. Under, how many how many goal line technology, how many arcs oh, will we see tomorrow? Let's just hope we don't see something like that Ooh. circus in your game. Give Ooh. me a spell. That would be a disaster. Uh, Jack, during the week, the Hawthorne discussion um, is happened. We've um, seen now that obviously Chris Fagan stood down. Um, Alistair Clarkson Taking a leave of absence. Has stood de- stood down. Same thing. Leave of absence. Stood down is a word where you step aside, and that doesn't mean a um, plead of any guilt or whatever it is. Um, I guess now we're going to hear back from both sides of it. I, I don't want to really touch on that. I want to just talk on the more broader specific from your perspective about more so the Aboriginal community. And um, I feel like still we just don't get it right in Australia. And I want to m- pass, you know, move aside from what's happened at Hawthorne because we don't know all the facts yet. But why are we still having discussions about? You know our our indigenous people. Yeah, no. Look, it's obviously extremely disappointing what's happened, but I think, and this is the one thing that I've tried to do, and and try to constantly do is you've just got to got to listen. It's it, it and the indigenous culture and First Nations culture is one that has been around for sixty thousand years. So there's so many like religions been around for what two thousand and yeah. twenty 
22 years that this this culture has been around for so much longer than that and we're always learning so you've got to listen more than telling people what to do yeah. or making ideas and, and, and what you think might be the right thing to do just listen yeah. Eddie Betts Eddie Betts is a great he's a he is an absolute beacon for knowledge yep. for, for the AFL industry and as all <clears throat> sorry all Indigenous players are so I mean, we're, we're very lucky that we've got uh, I think we've got seven Indigenous players, and yep. obviously we, we lose Shane Edwards this year. But that just there's a real strength in it. You get yep. it right, and there is there is making your people feel welcome. Yes, there is an absolute strength, in it. and I think no doubt that that's had, certainly had a, an impact on Shea Bolton becoming an absolute star, an yep. absolute bona fide star. The the fact that Daniel Rioli, yep. Morris, Morris Rioli, like they just they're, yep. you have to create an environment for. For for all young men to thrive and Definitely. and be flexible and be open and listen and learn and and create a, a program and a culture that is just accepting of put yourself in other people's shoes too. Don't everyone. you? I think that's the key, isn't yes. it? Actually, because we've uh, we've all come from different necks because, of the woods, haven't we? Man, and the thing is, I'm I'm a better person for knowing you and are. learning you through are. the journey of, of. I've of, talked of, about this with what, you heaps. Um, what First Nations people. Have done and have been through, and, and uh, it's certainly certainly a sad state that we see at the, the Hawthorne Football Club at the moment. All right, we're winding through the second hour here on Jack and Flash. It's great to have your company, David Lithgow, Jack Revolt, with you for another twenty odd minutes. Barn Boogle, Lost Farmer, waits us the nine hawk course coming up shortly. Hot or not, time, mate? It's very very close. Harrison Agents. To buy, sell or rent in Tasmania, search Harrison Agents today. Amy, proudly the doers of insurance. On SEN Tassie, Jack and Flash. With Jack Revolt and David Lithgow. It's hot. Real hot. That's hot. That's hot. That's hot. That's hot. This is hot. It's so damn hot. Not Nat, Nat, Nat. Well, I'll tell you what, he's not hot. And I've just seen this guy try and hit in for about 250 on the first flash man yes. here at uh, Lost Farm in the yellow top and has just sculled it 50, 50 metres down the fairway. His, hot, his golf game is certainly not hot. How will your golf game go today? You'll be hot or not? Uh, no, I'm played in months and I'm not uh, looking forward to it. Mind you, short game or the 8 on 9 on stuff might be okay. Yeah, Let's well, keep a lid on it. I'm, not, yeah. <laughs> I'm excited about playing that. Yes. Well, I'm excited about this, hot or not. This is yes. one of my favourite segments. Plagiarised, of course. But we're claiming it as our own. As always, you can get in touch with us. Thanks to Kia. Uh, moving this wise. 0437522535. Still got those uh, tickets, second yes. set of tickets for the yes. ICC World Cup on the line. December, uh, oh, sorry, October 19th, they'll be around. But I want to fire this one first back at you, okay, Flash go. Man. Go. Of course, there was a, the big... Uh, the big funeral during the week of obviously the Queen. Uh, yes. The Queen. Um, yes. Hot or not, Buddy Franklin dropping his one more during the Queen's funeral was a power flex that no other player could pull <laughs> off. <laughs> uh, I think that's a hot. I think it's a hot. Stop and I, lo- and I love the timing in terms of the Swans rolling out the Monday. It was perfect. They set it up absolutely beautifully just to give them. You know, just to give them the week now. Monday was about Buddy and took the focus off the Queen. Sure. Uh, I loved it. I think it was excellent. Hot, hot, hot. It's hot. very hot. Very hot or not. The upcoming AFL trade period will be the biggest in VFL slash AFL history. Well, there is just so many names floated as 
as possibilities of, of being traded. I mean, North Melbourne have been linked to multiple players yes. and multiple Fremantle players as well. Of course, Griffin Logue, Darcy Tucker's asked for a trade to... The Mighty to, Bombers have been linked to 600 players. So as, always. If, if, as always. As always. How does as, that happen? Oh, yeah, just, well, maybe they're great, great communicator, but certainly... <laughs> Timmy Payne will be filthy you oh, said that. Okay. No, I think this is hot. I think this is absolutely hot, hot, hot. hot. The, this is... Uh, it's, it's becoming... A sideshow to the AFL, like it's yes. the, the the grand final one day, and then the biggest news will be trade week, and certainly, obviously, um, there is a, for, for us uh, very exciting that hopefully we can trade for Tim Taranto and Jacob Hopper from the GWS mm, Giants. Yes, I, I I I as a player have grown to love it. Like just yes. love the the fascinations and the machinations of oh, trade. You're value. bullish about it. you get those two in next year. Mm, very just, very bullish. And, and yeah. this is the thing is with with obviously salary cap and whatnot. Clubs are finding themselves in these squeezes where players yes. you think that are absolute like stars. Are, 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 clubs are having to make decisions about yeah. oh, do we keep him or do we keep him because yep. financially for the salary cap it. It needs to be done. So That's Colin, right. we know Colin would have been in that situation for a while. Um, and, and hopefully for us, we get Taranto and Hopper. Well, on the back of that, I'll ask you this, hot or not. There is no room for Jack Graham in Richmond's midfield if Tim Taranto and Jacob Hopper lob at Tigerland after reports this week. Well, yeah, there's been reports. But look, I, 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 firmly, that? I firmly believe that Jack Graham is going to be a very good player for us going forward. Now, unfortunately, no, I say unfortunately, but one of the things that uh, Fridge, that's his nickname, Fridge has got... He can play anyway, play half forward, wing, play inside. Um, so it's just finding the it's finding the right balance of those inside yes. mids, and obviously with, along with Dan Presti. But yeah, but Shane, Shea Bolton's probably in the same spot as how much midfield time do you give him in terms of forward time? Dustin as well. Yep. So I mean, we've got all these. Um, oh, I suppose there we've got to try and figure it all out. But yes. ultimately, like they they're all great team players, so they will just they they will do what they need to do, but you still need to try and find some inside mid-time for, for a lot of those players. You'd be sad if he did leave too, wouldn't you? I would be absolutely flat because he is a great person. Is great he? person. And I'm, and a player that we firmly believe could be a, a, a real good leader. Okay. Or a real... A, a possible captain material. Yep. So... Not, not, not just there. Uh, hot or not, though, Flashman, this has been a great story, and we've been on him a little bit. But Kane Corns has won the respect of his doubters after running 750 kilometres for the My Room charity. Of course, mm. finishing last night, the My Room telethon was on Channel what 9. What they get to at the end? Is I'm not sure. 350 or something, was it? But that's amazing. Huge effect. amount but of money. 750 clicks, Adelaide to Melbourne. Has he won your respect? Oh, well, this is a hot, absolutely. I mean, it's hot, isn't it? You know, I tell you, what does Jared call him? The evil genius, which I love that, by the way. That's exactly because he, he summed it up in, in exactly those two words. But uh, what a, you want to talk about grit? You want to talk about roll up the sleeve sort of operation? That's it right there. So well done to Kane. Border, that's borderline psychopath. Yeah, well, he's got a bit of that in him, I reckon. Well, it's been good not having him on the. Have to listen to him too much on the radio. It's the a certain week. twitch and person that can run like that. Like Man, he ran know. a marathon on a balcony once. Yeah. <laughs> like, that, that, like that's like you speak about grit. Yeah. Like well done to Kane, and well, and, and, and well, I think everyone at SEN is extremely proud of of what he's been able to do, and certainly running seven hundred fifty k's to to run and do that has been fantastic. Now the last tickets are gone. Glossy in Launceston. Congratulations, my friend. You've won the other double pass to the ICC T Twenty World Cup double header on October nineteen. Head to T Twenty World Cup dot com. 
slash tickets. Now, this is exciting. The World Cup coming up. We can't wait to be in it. Mate, we're only a couple of weeks away. You calling many games? Yep, nine or ten. Nine games, I think. That'd be good. I know you're following the Scots. Can we get you in the... Get it in? Will I get the Scots in? Yeah, were you you wearing a kilt? No. Why not? I don't barrack when I'm commentating. Oh. Well, I did commentate the Swans final last year. No one would know that I was a Swans supporter. Today's a different day, mate. Oh, they'll know out of the barn burgle, I'll tell you, that you're a Swans supporter. Well, they will, because I wear my red slacks. <laughs> the look, yeah, you know the what? look that Roscoe here gave us. I'm going to the whole kit. The on. look that Roscoe <laughs> gave us when you walked down and we opened the door to the office here for you to come in, and and what you were wearing. You knew, they, well, it, it was hot. Yeah. It was it was the hottest kit out here at Barn Bugle Dunes. Well, it was. It's tailor made. Fits me really well. How and, long you had uh, for? Uh, six years. Yeah, David Morton off five times, maybe four times, yeah. seven years. Welcome back to Jack and Flash for the last little segment of the year, Flashman, before we hit that 9 o'clock buzzer and, well, we start preparations Anticipation for... Anticipation building. Yes, that red and white suit is doing you mm. proud today. But before we go, mm. Flashman, you've got the couple of the SEN, oh, sorry, not the SEN, but the uh, Harrison Real Estate Agents uh, Properties of the Week. We do. How are things looking at Harrison's at the moment? Uh, good, good, yep. Good. Things are going well. Um, October's looking um, superb for a statewide Launceston and Hobart. We've got a lot of uh, things coming up, which is very exciting. I've actually got a couple of things I want to talk to you about today. Right, far away. Um, I'm an avid buyer, so let's go. Look, a new property that's come in line at 111 Forest Road, West Hobart. This is Nick Cowley's property. Um, it's situated on the crest of the hill in Forest Road, West Hobart. This three-bedroom brick home has wonderful views of the Hobart Harbour. With the hills of Sandy Bay and the eastern shore to the south and the Tasman Bridge and the Derwent River to the north, set on over 1,000 square metres, Jack, which is a, which is a big size, 1,072 to be exact. The property faces northeast and is bathed in sunshine throughout the day with its qualities and potential for further expansion. Less Whoa. than five minutes' drive to the CBD. You know where it is, just on the top of the hill there. Yep. There are numerous public and private schools with, within a 2K radius. Not only is this well-built and maintained property with wonderful views, but there's definite potential for development. I know you like development. <laughs> Bigger the better. Making it the most attractive proposition for the astute buyer. Contact Nick Cowley in our Hobart office regarding that one. And this, Jack. This Coming is, soon. This isn't on the market yet, is no, it? No, it's Ooh. not, but it's very, very exciting. Preview. Ba, 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 bam. Go on. Yeah, yeah indeed. It's water, waterfront properties at Old Beach. We've got coming up 15 exquisite townhouses which Whoa. are launching to the market. This is situated just 20 minutes' drive from Hobart, nestled on the Old Beach foreshore. These homes in the Waterside Collection will cost both breathtaking views of the Mount Wellington and true Waterside living, Jackie boy. The waterside townhouse is available from four distinct layouts and were thoroughly designed for those seeking a rewarding lifestyle with water and mountain views. Waterside will be available to purchase via appointment with the Harrison Agents team on September 29th. So what are we next? Next Thursday, I think. Ooh. And expect it to sell out fast. Registrations are available online. Contact Harrison Agents. So the that's the hottest wrap-up team the in town. The hottest team in town there. There's the Harrison Agents hot up. The real estate agents for the week to buy, sell, or rent in Tasmania. Search Harrison Agents today. Harrison Agents, Tasmania's real estate experts. Now, Flashman is coming to a very yeah, sad end because we're coming to the end of the show. And how are we feeling about the game? I'm a bit focused on that. If yeah, I'm being very yeah. truthful okay. with you. Uh, oh, look, it's um, as you know, Tip Swans at the start of the year to win the flag, and I expect that still wow. to continue tomorrow afternoon yes. by 
12 points with Boy Wonder, Isaac Heaney, getting the Norm Smith over his neck. Well, listeners out there, we thank you for listening in on these Friday mornings, 7 till 9. To everyone out there, thank you for listening to Jack and Flash. Enjoy the AFL Grand Final this weekend. Go Swannies, go get them. <laughs> Look out. Razzle, Jack!